0: Welcome to another episode of In the Life of Sean Powers. He keeps you entertained on the morning show on My1043 in Mount Pleasant, Michigan. But what is he like after the show? Well, here you go. And welcome into another Powers podcast, In the Life of Sean Powers. Off the radio, but on the radio, but off the radio again. And uh, thank you very much for taking a few minutes to uh, check out today's podcast. Today's podcast is going to be just a little bit different. Um, I've talked about all kinds of subjects over the past couple of seasons on the the podcast here of In the Life of Sean Powers. And this goes on in my life, too. I'm thinking about this kind of stuff all the time. Well, here's the deal. I started watching this show. It's on Netflix. It's called Beyond and Back. And I remember back in the 70s and 80s, my Uncle Dick um, had a a VCR, and he was recording these. Uh, There was a show called Beyond and Back that was on TV, and it talked about uh, people from all over the world who had these near-death experiences. And within these near-death experiences, they their souls left their body. They were able to see everything that was going on. You know, with uh, you know how they left their body, and then they would always uh, envelop peace and joy, and they'd have this great sense of belonging. And then there would be this light or this tunnel, and you know they'd see dead people, uh, relatives, and and stuff like that. And the show was really intriguing back in the day, but now they have a new one out that's on Netflix called Beyond and Back, and it's the new generation here. Um, I've known several people who have had near-death experiences, because I've subscribed to a group uh, probably about a year, year and a half ago, uh, that talks about this kind of stuff all the time. I mean, do you believe that we are here on earth and we die and that's it? When you die, you're done, your soul's done, you're you're just, you're done, it's over, it's finished. Because I don't subscribe to that methodology. I don't subscribe to that way of thinking one bit. And there's a lot of my friends that do, and you know, that's how you believe. But I'm, I'm telling you, there is a lot more to life than uh, this, than this life right now. This is a, to me. This is a dress rehearsal for the next life that's going to come. Because I do. Tr- I firmly believe that you know when we pass on from this world, we're going to go to another world. Or why would what would be our purpose of living? We wouldn't have a purpose for having this life, would we? If we didn't have another a way to, uh, another life to, um, I guess, maybe uh, better ourselves or enlighten ourselves even more. Um, but, but a lot of people on this in this world, they believe that we're here on Earth, we die, and that's it then your soul's gone. And you know, now I believe I and I and I'm a I'm a firm believer in uh, Jesus Christ, okay? I'm just going to put that out there right now. However, on top of that, I'm going to say that I'm not dabbling in witchcraft here by going oh, near death experiences, God doesn't want you to know until you die die and you know, but here is the thing, is so many people have experienced this, this is not witchcraft. I, don't, I firmly do not believe that this is witchcraft. Somebody gets in an auto accident, somebody has an accident, somebody gets sick in the hospital, and eventually we're all going to cross that threshold to where our souls are going to depart from these earthly bodies. These earthly bodies were designed for us to live in during our time on this earth, and that's why they are called earthly bodies. These bodies were designed from the beginning to have a start to have a shelf life, to have a start and to have an end to it. And I'm a, this again. This is my podcast. This is what I believe. This is my stuff here. Um, Crossed over is the name of another show, and you know they're, they're they're talking about people talking to dead pets and and stuff on the other side, and you know I don't I don't believe in all that. And uh, like uh, Teresa Caputo, I don't believe in in in, in that uh, you know Long Island Medium stuff. It's it's entertainment to me, and I'm not going to be suckered in by you know believing what uh, what they what they're telling you here. You know and you know when they have the shows and they bring them uh, around and they do tours and stuff. like like that, and you know, you, you you just you see these people going. Well, I'm picking up on this, and I'm picking up on this. And again, I'm not calling what she's what what like people like psychics like Teresa Caputo or people who can read the future. I I don't really think they are reading your future or reading the you know the afterlife, and they're coming to them. I, I you know she believes it, and that's fine. And a lot of people believe it. And, hey, that's 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 your deal. But my deal is. You know what? Uh, what happens when we experience death? And again, you know, I lost my cousin Bruce earlier this year. I lost my uncle Pat last year uh, from cancer. I lost uh, my dad when I was a kid. I lost my grandma. I lost all my aunts and uncles. I have lost so many friends and so many people in my life have come and gone. Uh, you know, the way of 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 life after death and stuff. So, how many rounds does a near death experience last? And, you know, I'm looking online at some of the stuff here and it's immediate. So as soon as, you know, you experience um, the, the the separation of your conscience from your physical body, maybe you're looking over yourself at a hospital bed, you know, you're, you're floating around the room or whatever, and, you know, you, you are at that point to where you're just looking down on yourself going oh my gosh I'm out of my body you know I've never personally had an out-of-body experience but by listening to so many of these from the Beyonded back shows online subscribing to this uh you know near-death experience uh, page that I have uh, been subscribing to for a long time you know the the thing is people some people do experience this and you know they they go on and you know I, I just remember this one guy Keith and um, this was this was years ago and keith was somebody who um as you know had had deep faith and um was um uh you know not deep faith in, in in the in in church or people or anything like that or other human beings but had deep faith in the creator and that's the kind of guy that i was like i want to i want to i want to follow his example of what he ha- you know, what he's been through. So, anyways, he had a near-death experience. He was in a, an auto accident. He went sliding underneath a uh, a truck. The truck came over, crushed him, and kept right on driving. Did not even know that he had hit him or anything like that. Crushed his insides, collapsed lungs, uh, and and made his. Um, uh, made his breathing, in, in, you know, impossible. He rolled over on his side. He described that uh, when when I saw his video, he described rolling over, not being able to breathe, and then the very next thing he sees blackness, and then all of a sudden this bright light, and then he sees himself outside. Uh, you know, above him, laying there on the ground with with the rain, and you know the accident scene is there. There's police on the scene. They're trying to revive him, and he just he feels no pain. He feels nothing but you know very good feelings, and he's feeling warmness in this 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 aura about him that is uh, that uh, he's in the presence of something you know a lot greater than himself. He believes that presence was the presence of of the Lord Jesus. Okay, that's that's what he believes, and. So he saw this, he felt this, then the very next thing he sees, now he didn't walk down the dark tunnel, and you know, he didn't describe any of that. He was just like, I just, I, the next thing I know, I was in a room and, all you know, all the loved ones who had passed before me, my grandfather, my cousins, my dad, you know, his mother had just passed away like two years before this. This is Keith, this is the guy, this video that I saw, and he's describing, talking to them, mom is not old and frail, mom is maybe mid-twenties, mid-thirties, you know, in the prime of her life, in. In these um in, in these images that he had and you know this is this isn't something that you can experience if your brain is dead because if your brain is dead your consciousness is gone you have none of that with you but when when you're when you're in the throes of this You know, you're outside of the body. You know, the brain. You're you're not you're not using a brain. You're using your spirit. You're using your soul to think and feel and to be able to see and everything else like that. So he got in the room. He got to talk to his mom and dad and all the relatives. They're all sitting there going, "Oh my gosh, we're so happy that you're finally, you know, you finally joined us." And it was a big reunion, and tears flowed, and hugs ensued, and um, you know, it was it was extremely, uh, you know. Heart, heart, uh, just it was it was heart wrenching, uh, but it was also a great sense of hope for me when I watched this because I'm like, man, maybe what maybe one day, you know, when my time comes, when I leave this earthly body and I go on to the next world, I'll experience something like this where I see my dad. I haven't seen my dad since 1989, and I haven't seen you know my friends and aunts and uncles since they passed away, obviously, and my cousin Bruce and all that, but. You know, when when I when I think about this, there's, it just gives me such great hope that it, I can just imagine, you know, crossing over, uh, seeing a light of some sort, a guidance or some way of. of uh, just basically telling my spirit to calm and calm itself. I'm in a good place. Uh, no harm, no foul can come my way. Uh, I'm going to be safe. And, you know, there's there's not going to be anything bad that happens to me. And then I'm going to see my dad. I, I just I can envision this. I'm going to see my dad appear, going Sean, just giving me that look and going Sean, you finally made it home. And I'm like, Dad, I have missed you so much. And you know, I can talk to him about describing the night that he passed. And you know, but again, none of that is going to matter. In the end, none of that's going to matter. You know we're gonna cross over. We're gonna we're gonna be able to see our loved ones again. And so these 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 near death experiences. And there's so much more I could go into about this. But um, but this Keith guy. You know he he kept going on and on and talking about how we got to hang out with his mom and dad. And then uh, this guy came in the room. He didn't recognize him. And he had a white coat on. And you know a white you know he looked like one of the Bee Gees from the '70s. You know the feathered hair and the white coat and the beard and mustache. And he uh, he looked at this Keith guy and said, Keith, so-and-so? And he goes, and Keith goes, yeah? And he goes, uh, I have to tell you, but uh, visiting time is over. It's time for you to go back home. And he said, no, I don't want to leave. He wanted to stay. You know, this place was so loving and inviting. And, you know, he was back home with all of his relatives. And, you know, it just, this was so, he was so, his heart and his spirit really were just filled with so much joy and peace and happiness. So he uh, he talks to this guy over in the corner. They pulls him over, the guy with the beard and the white coat, and he goes, it's time to go home. You got to go back. He goes. We we uh, we miscalculated this. This was an accident. It wasn't supposed to happen. Um, but you are gonna go home and he goes you'll be coming back you know, when your time is right but right now it's not the right time and he says right now unfortunately I have to ask you to leave the building I'm going to have to ask you to leave so he opens the door he says goodbye or you know he goes open the door um, you know the guy in the white coat uh, to usher him out and he just says you know he gives his his family big hugs and he goes I'll see you guys soon they go yeah it's not your time Keith he goes but when your time comes we're going to be together again we have a lot to celebrate we can't we'll be sitting right here waiting for you when your time comes so so Keith, uh, you know, walked out that door. All of a sudden, saw a big black. You know, just everything went black on him. And the very next thing he remembered was, uh, you know, them, you know, hearing the uh, the people on the ground at the ambulance and, and stuff like that at the accident scene, going, "We got a pulse! We got a pulse!" He said he remembers going back into that physical body. And feeling nothing but the worst pain in the world. And it took him like eight months to recover uh, from that car accident. Um, So that near-death experience thing that he had uh, was not near, I, I wouldn't say. I would say he actually died. He actually got to be, you know, got to leave his body and go experience what life's like on the other side, so he could come back and 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 share his story with people. Now, a lot of people are not going to believe what I'm talking about, and that's okay. But can you imagine, even if it isn't, even if it's all fake, you know, even if it's all false, or maybe it's it's, uh, you know, maybe delusions that he had in his head while he, you know, they they were trying to work on him and revive him or whatever. But just for five seconds, just imagine being able to walk through that threshold. And again, so many people have done this because there's so many stories out there and people go, yeah, well, people make up stories just to be on TV or, you know, to get their five to 10 minutes of Hollywood fame. Um, I don't believe that a lot of people do that. A lot of people really have these experiences and this is, they're just explaining to them, you know, what, what they've experienced. Uh, there was an article written not too long ago and it was on uh, CNN's website uh, talking about near death experiences and they're saying it's now tied to brain activity. Uh, after death so uh, I read this article the other day and this made me go I gotta talk about this so the article says basically uh, surgeons were about you know uh, we're about to saw through an 80 year old uh, a chest of a of a person named Aubrey, and uh, she had a heart attack in December of 2020. Uh, I'm sorry, it's a guy. Uh, 2020 when he suddenly became conscious. He says, "Wait a minute, wait a minute here. Before y'all go any further, give me some more anesthesia." You know. Well, it took him a minute to realize he wasn't in the same dimension they were in, so he couldn't hear. So they couldn't hear him anyway. And I guess he then watched his body weave through the rib cage and float above the operating table. And he described his story uh, while the surgical team cracked his chest, removed the heart, and began to repair the damage, he heard somebody say, "'Kidneys, kidneys.'" Well, both kidneys shut down at the same time, and he goes, I knew I was gone, and that's when I went to the next level. He says, when I got up there, I was in the presence of God, a powerful presence, and again, most people who have near-death experiences say, you know, even if they don't believe in God, that you know, the higher there's a higher power, there's, a, there's, a, uh, there's something else controlling the universe there, And but uh, this Mr. Osteen guy said, this Aubrey Osteen guy uh, who died on the table said, with light shining from behind God, the light was brighter than anything I've experienced here on earth, it wasn't blinding, though. You know, he goes, that, that's, the, that's the great part about it. It didn't blind me at all. And then there was a sweetest angel that comforted me and told me to relax. Everything's going to be fine. And then I was going to have to go back. And he says, I knew I was sent back to tell others about my experience. Okay? So what happened to this guy that winter day is what experts call near-death experiences. They say it can occur when doctors bring a person back to life after the heart flatlines or breathing stops, which happens when a person dies for any reason, not just during a heart attack, of course. And millions of people have reported these near-death experiences. Uh, since CPR was invented in 1960. And I guess there's a guy who's a senior author of a new study designed to uncover what he calls hidden consciousness of death by measuring electrical activity in the brain when the heart stops and breathing ceases. Again, this is an article I saw on CNN, so i got to credit them uh, for this material here with uh, this Aubrey Osteen guy. Basically, the guy had a near-death experience. And whether you believe in near-death experiences or not, one day we're going to know. Because we're all going to follow down that mortal coil. We're all going to cross through that line. We're all going to have to experience what death and dying is like um, before we, we cross over. And before we move on to our next life and our next world and whatever that may be, so I'm a firm believer that people have near-death experiences. But anyway, the show is called Beyond and Back. It's on Netflix. I would highly recommend checking it out. Whether you believe in an afterlife or not, whether you believe that when you die you just you, you know you're done, or whether you believe that you actually go on and have another a uh, 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 being, uh, you know you, you you continue to live. Again, I personally believe that these bodies that we're in here on Earth are just temporary, and then these bodies are going to fade. Off and die, but we as people, our soul, our conscience, uh, our uh, our memories, um, who we are as an essence, is going to move on and have another life after this. So uh, there we go. That's my near death experience uh, talk here for today. Appreciate you taking the few minutes to you know to sit and listen to this. If you subscribe to this, great. If you don't subscribe to it, uh, you know you can go on with your life and maybe share my story. Um, uh, you know the stories that I've shared and my take on it, or you know maybe not. That's up to you. But anyways, I appreciate you taking the time to listen. And in the life of Sean Powers, we'll return next week with another podcast. In the meantime, stay classy and have a great one. We'll see you. Thank you for listening to In the Life of Sean Powers Weekly Podcast. The views and opinions heard on this podcast do not necessarily reflect those views and opinions of Latitude Media, our sponsors, our affiliates, or My1043 and Buck92 Radio. Check out our website for even more podcasts from around the area. Just go to mymichiganpodcast.com. It's podcasting that matters.